Hello, everyone. Welcome to Repot It. This is uh, going to be a little bit different of an episode today. We are going to do a highlight reel from our early episodes that aren't on Spotify. Chap and I recorded several episodes before before we got on Spotify and before we kind of changed the format of this podcast a little bit. So you'll hear me once in a while, maybe setting up a clip or two. But for the most part, these are the highlights from our earlier episodes. We'll start with Chap and Brian talking about the rerouted brand change from rerouted co-op to rerouted. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Repot It. My name is Brian Schoening. I'm your host. I'm here with my co-host and the founder of Rerouted, Chap Grub. Chap, how's it going today, man? I know we have tons to talk about. Oh, yeah, I'm so excited today, Brian. It's a, it's a good day. You guys all heard the new name, Repot It. We, we really are excited about all the things that are happening for Rerouted. Right Speaking now. of new names, you heard the new name of the podcast. You may have also noticed that uh, I, there, was no, there was no co-op in the Rerouted nope. brand in that introduction. Chap, let's talk about that for a little bit. Let's talk about this recent rebranding that you guys have gone through from Rerouted co-op to Rerouted. Yeah, so we really have thought a lot about it, Brian, and it's been something I've been bouncing around in my head for two, three months now, just kind of internally, really for for the sake of ease more than anything else. We've been calling it rerouted for months, right? Right. So we don't add the extra syllables, but you know, on a more like serious level and a more like outward branding level, we felt like one of the things that we're trying so hard to do with the used gear industry is turn a notoriously unreliable and unperfect business, which is exchanging used outdoor gear into a really professional, quality, reliable service. And to us, as we're going for bigger national sorts of events and bigger sorts of, you know, widespread branding, we wanted to make sure that that professional lens was more widespread. And we felt like we can emphasize our commitment to local communities without having co-op in our names. And Rerouted really stands for a much bigger operation than than the co-op allows. Gotcha. Yeah, Does that, that definitely makes sense. I think it's important for people to know this isn't necessarily, this is absolutely not a shift of focus from uh, you know being involved with communities and helping community. Like, it, right. This is, this is just a kind of a... a gateway and a kind of separate tool uh for you guys exactly that's exactly right brian we're not changing anything about what we're doing or how we do business the only difference is is that we wanted to make sure that people understood that this was being taken very serious and that we were doing everything we can to make this process go all around the board does that make sense because I, I, I think you're right. That's a really important distinction. We're not changing anything about what we're doing. Right. Especially because the community aspect of what you guys have been doing, to me, particularly when you told me about Rerouted in the first place, it, that was the thing that was the most attractive. I thought you guys were doing something that was really, really right. cool. And when you asked me to be involved on this on this podcast, I was 
you know, we just talked about it off uh, off the mic a couple of minutes ago. How how thrilled we are to just be talking with each other every week and kind of having this little this right. little debrief. So I I think that it's important to make sure uh, that people know the focus of rerouted is not changing. It's it's just a slight change in, in no. branding. It's a slight change in website and social media. Yes, we should go over um, every yep. single thing about yep. uh, where to find you guys now. Uh, what has changed? Um, we should. We'll have all of that in a podcast description as well. Uh, but I think it's really important yep. that we get that we get it out there right away and a bunch of times uh, the new places that we can find rerouted. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're looking for rerouted, uh, the best way to do it is just to go to rerouted.co, C-O, dot okay. Rerouted.co, rerouted.co, R-E-R-O-U-T-E-D.co. Nice. That was nice. on the fly. Spelled that was right. pretty impressive. Uh, we, we were going to have to edit we, that. We would have had to edit we, that out if I had messed that up, but I didn't. So we're good <laughs> to go. All right. In this next clip, we're going to talk about how I joined Rerouted and the initial idea that I had that had Chap interested in having me host the podcast and then ultimately uh, come on board with him. But I, I came to you with the idea for Outside Access, which was going to be an outdoor content-driven media company uh, just mm-hmm. over a year ago. And immediately, you you had a ton of faith in in the ideas that I had. And I've uh, I've also been working at, at a radio station uh, for the last yeah. four years. So I, I got pretty busy and wasn't able to kind of do everything with Outside Access this last year that I had hoped. But there's... There's a lot on the table of of uh, brainstorming that that me and my and my co-founder Chris have uh, have come up with, and we're really really excited to share a lot of those with Rerouted and um, and just move forward with with as a team. And we're really really stoked to be working with you. I think we have an awesome chemistry that we've developed not only over these last couple of podcasts but since we you know played Absolutely. lacrosse together in middle school i think that we <laughs> developed a really good chemistry and um could not be could not be more thrilled to to be a part of of rerouted in a in a more official capacity one of the coolest things that chap did with rerouted this spring were called the alpine start workshops it was this zoom workshop where people would get up at the crack of dawn and and they would all be together kind of in this getting an early start the way that you would on the mountain. This is a clip about the Alpine Start workshops the chap did this spring. Let's move on. You are you are working on this Alpine Start workshop that you were explaining to me. Yeah. And I just think this is one of the coolest ideas that I've heard mm. in a really long time. It just it just kind of the the kind of theory behind it chat with me a little bit and chat with our audience a little bit about just what the, the Alpine start workshop is. Sure. So I think I told, I can't remember how much of the story I told we did. My friend and I did a workshop that was being hosted in the UK happened at four 30 in the morning mountain standard time. So we both woke up, went to this adventure therapy session and it was a good change of pace for us as this, you know, global pandemic has set in really messed up everybody's routines. It was a good reminder of what 
we loved doing. So we put on our first one last Saturday. We had a bunch of people show up, Brian. It was it was really fun. We had a really great time. Lots of laughs. Everybody learned a lot. It was funny because uh, not surprisingly, there was a bunch of people from overseas. So the time wasn't right. that unreasonable. But at the same time, it, it didn't matter. It was just about the experience. And, you know, all of us hosting it were definitely there at the crack of dawn, which, you know, it is always a good time to force yourself to be awake. And then you usually end up having a fairly productive day afterwards. Um, so, you know, the Alpine start, the heart of it is you want to be on the summit before the sun comes out. Right. Right. Because that's when it's dangerous up there is when all that snow's melting. You don't want to be up on the peak of an Alpine summit at three o'clock in the afternoon. That's when you're in the danger zone. So you want to be up there first thing in the morning as it's getting light, watch the sunrise up there and then be off the mountain before noon. So that's that's the heart of the Alpine start. And so we're emulating that in the way that we can in a Zoom setting. This next clip is a little bit funnier than the last ones. In this one, I suggest that Chap play tic-tac-toe with the listeners during the uh, typical GearHouse happy hour time. We're engaging. We're asking questions. I've been trying to think of some fun stuff to do to really put a little bit more structure in that. Brian, anything jump to mind? Well, just really, really quickly off the top. Um, you could try to play like, I, you know, it's, it's funny. Cause I, I think of simple things, Yeah, you know, there, the, if you got a, a group of people or like a person in your chat to play tic-tac-toe with you, like That's you choose hilarious. somebody in the chat that'll play tic-tac-toe with you. Like a, a game of tic-tac-toe takes what? 15 seconds, 30 seconds. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe it'll take a minute with like the delay of, you know, the chat and, I love uh, it. and whatnot. And you can talk to other people, but like. Just a little thing like that. And I could and play I just, it on my Those are always board. the things that would be perfect. Those are always the things that come to mind. That's great. Um, I love you know, it. Little, you got, if you got a whiteboard, any type of drawing game, you know, you could play Pictionary with your chat too. That's, um, that's hilarious. If, if there's nobody asking questions. Oh, gosh. Um, I'm a horrible artist, Brian. That would be, that would be challenging. For, all I, the better, brother. Trying, That's trying all to, the better. Trying to pick, take pictures of gear or draw, draw pictures of different sporting equipment would end poorly for me, but it would be a lot of fun. Maybe that is that's a great idea. Well, that does it for the highlights for our early episodes. We're going to leave you with uh, with one little blooper. My phone went off in the middle of one of our recordings. You couldn't hear it at all, but I became a, a major disruption to our podcast. Thanks, everybody, for listening and sticking with us through this. We're going to have an awesome year in 2021. We're really excited for all of the things that Rerouted is going to be able to provide to the outdoor gear industry and uh, the used gear industry in general. So we'll leave you with this last clip, which is more of me being a disruption than anything else. I apologize for that interruption. I'll, I'll put my phone on silent from, uh, from here, here on out. But, I hope uh, I hope the cat who's still trying to get my attention isn't being super disruptive. No, no, absolutely not. My my phone just went off, so that's that's oh. the disruption I was talking about. So maybe it didn't get caught up, and I'm just the disruption. But that well, you're that so wouldn't po- be you're so new. popular, Brian. That's okay. That we that under- wouldn't we understand. 
me being the disruption wouldn't be anything new and there are there are teachers that overlay that would co-sign <laughs> on that one. Oh man. 